0: Talk of the Town with topics that matter. Here's Lisa Kay. Back in the studio today, Talk of the Town, all about the upcoming event that's happening. It's uh, it's called Never Give Up, Expo for Mental Wellness, and it's all being put on by our friends at Blue Earth County. And we do have Human Services Director of Business Operations, Angie Youngerberg, with us. You have a long title.
1: I do. <laughs> I do.
0: <laughs> hey, thanks for coming in to talk about this. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's an inaugural event. So this is the first time that we're having an event like this um, and, and Blue Earth County putting that on. Who's all getting together uh, partnership-wise to put this on and how is it how is it being funded?
1: Sure. So yeah, this is the first time that we've done anything like this in Blue Earth County and that we're aware of having anything like this in the region. And so we're really excited about it. We We ended up having some grant funding that was um, remaining. So we had an annual grant and uh, had some funds remaining and we were saying we can use this these grant funds on, on a number of different things. And one thing that we haven't done with these grant funds is some community education and prevention. Uh, and so we took the idea to um, our human services advisory committee. So that's really a group of citizen um, representatives that you know represent Blue Earth County, they come from um, both Mankato and rural areas and kind of represent different populations within our county. So and it's not
0: just county employees sitting no, around going, no, 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 this, no. Is, uh, this is what we're gonna do. No, it, yeah. it,
1: it's not county employees at all. In fact, um, we have one support staff, and either myself or Phil Klaus, the director of human services, we participate. Otherwise it's all community members oh, wow. and so we bring topics about human services to them and so we get together a number of times throughout the year and um, you know share with them some of the things that we're doing in human services and it's their advisory in nature so they say here's what we're hearing in the community here's what we might need um, you know we'll, we'll gather feedback on projects and things that we're doing and so then we incorporate that well we had this topic is one that we brought to them Mm. and said you know we can as staff in blue earth county come up with lots of ideas on how to spend this money but what's most important is that we meet community need and um, we had an entire meeting just dedicated to brainstorming of ideas of what would we do with x amount of dollars Mm. to um, you know really help Uh, in the the topic of mental health with community education and prevention. And so a number of ideas came forward, and um, the two that quickly rose to the top with the group were um, uh, an educational event for community members to come together and learn and really normalize mental health and wellness, and then um, another event of sorts where... um, providers of mental health services are available. And so we had a couple of members that were throwing out lots of different ideas about what this might look like or where it might happen and how we might engage the community. And one of the members said, "You know, hey, I I, um, heard this guy speak and he's a national speaker. Let me share his information with you. Mm. And she shared information about Kevin Hines with us and sharing that with our colleagues. Some of them have heard him and it just kind of snowballed from there. It sounds like it was a
0: a marriage of both of those types of events then. It
1: was. And so this was really short-term planning. So this really started in the beginning, late September, early October. So it was really fast. Um, And we (coughs) were saying, you know, instead of doing two completely separate events or two separate projects of sorts, could we bring this together and um, have the energy from one really impact the energy of the other Mm -hmm. and truly make some community impacts? And so, um, so we did that. And then, of course, we didn't leave it at just that. Right. <laughs> we um, also have planned for the afternoon um, having Kevin Hines and another professional um, through, uh, from the University of Minnesota come and speak with professionals in our area to do some. Uh, training provider oh, training oh wow.
0: okay so this is gonna come out of the expo as well yes it's not just yep not just something in the expo
1: yep so that's in the afternoon and that's really geared towards professionals and so we're providing that at no cost to professionals to come and um, get some education and training and networking opportunities and then really the general public piece starts at six o'clock and then that's the provider resource fair and Kevin Hines will be speaking
0: can we talk a little bit about the before, before 6 p.m., sure. that event, if mm-hmm. people are listening in that work in those fields, those mm-hmm. professional fields, mm-hmm. um, and are interested mm-hmm. in that, is there still opportunity for them? Do they need to sign up to come to? Or
1: Yes. Um, so for the 3 o'clock um, professional training piece, there is opportunity for people to still sign up. Um, we will take signups right up to that day. Um, we have some capacity to take additional um, professionals to join us. And so um, if they go to uh, www.blueearthcountymn.gov slash mental wellness, there will be a registration page. Or they can reach out to us directly at Blue Earth County Human Services.
0: What kind of... um people are you looking for for that particular segment of Mm -hmm. the day? Is it social workers? Is it anybody that deals with the public in a a human services area?
1: Anyone who deals in the public with in in that human services um, sphere. So we have everything from like um, high school nurses and guidance counselors to mental health professionals um, to social workers, to hospital staff. Mm. To, I mean, so there's, there's lots of people. I think we have a few teachers that'll be, you know, so there's oh, wow. a number of different people um, that will be, joining us that day
0: to be able to learn from the professionals that you're bringing in. And then once six o'clock rolls around Mm -hmm. and the expo officially opens, I noticed that it's it's the best cost of all. It's free. Yes, it's free. So because it's all funded still. It is. um, So people can come. The general public is invited. Yes. Um, So when we talk about inviting the general public, people often ask things like, well, who's who goes to this? Mm Who is this? Who is this for? So what are we targeting? This is really
1: for, I mean, in general, anyone, anyone who wants to learn more. Um, I like to say this is for anyone who needs a, a little dose of hope and inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, kind of at that time of year where things are really, really busy for everyone. And we know that, but it's also that time of year for some people, it's really challenging and really difficult. True. And so, um, you know, we really are hoping to have a wide variety of people participate. Um one question that I get from time to time is, what about my teenagers? Should Mm -hmm. I encourage Mm -hmm. my teenager to come? And as a mom of two teenage boys, I'm encouraging my teenagers to come. We'll see if they do. Yeah, right. Uh, We get them
0: to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: know. And um, because the story that Kevin brings um, can really span across ages. So um, I also have a nine-year-old. I'm probably not going to have my nine-year-old join. I think, I don't know if he would know how to grasp this concept and the story, but, you know, definitely my my teenagers mm-hmm. and above. And so, you know, I've talked with um, lots of people across the kind of age span.
0: Right, right. Uh, so when we come, it's not just going to be um, him speaking, is it? Or is it? are there going to be um, resources available? It's an expo, so I'm assuming mm-hmm. booths and, yep. and information and...
1: Yeah, so at 6 o'clock is when, um, when it opens up and the general public is invited to attend. And for that first hour, we're really encouraging a lot of um, conversation, networking, learning, stopping by the various booths. There's, um, I believe, right, right about 20 different vendors of mental health services, providers, advocates, or ancillary services that can assist people with mental health needs um that will be present so there's there's a lot of different types of services Mm -hmm. and resources that will be available so we really encourage people to seek out and learn about what what's available
0: and as as we talk about learning about mental health and what kind of resources are available in our area it is still unfortunately one of those topics that has this stigma attached to it where you either i feel like there's two kinds of people there are the people that really understand it and know about it or know a little bit and and can learn more maybe the people that are like nope we're fine everything's fine mm-hmm. there's still there's still that section of the population that is n- not quite ready to talk about it this would be a good place a safe place to learn yeah yeah
1: but, it's, it's absolutely true I mean we see we see a lot of people that um, you know are you ask the question about do you know how to access services and resources right. in your community and we'll you know get and we actually have surveyed the, the community so we know the data around this that um, you know some say yeah I absolutely know how to get contacted with the mobile crisis team I know how to get connected with therapy I know how to get connected with medication management services and then the next person will be like No, I didn't know that anything like that really existed. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I didn't think about how that might apply to me. So I've never really consciously thought about how to access it. I'm sure it's there, but I'm not sure how to go about it.
0: Angie, can you bring us any information on post-COVID, I've I've wondered, we talked a lot during COVID about uh, people being isolated and mental health issues. And is the county, is the state uh, seeing an increase still in needs for mental health services? Yeah, um, it's, it's quite the story, actually. I mean, it's, um,
1: it's, we don't have the most current data on it because it feels like every day um, is a new day when mm. it comes to looking at what our community need is. Um, we know nationally from the CDC, um, their, their numbers, you know, specific to suicide anyway, are that, you know, two point, or 12.2 million adults seriously thought about suicide in 2020. Mm. And, um, and then of those, 1.2 million adults actually attempted suicide, so it's a pretty striking number. And that's just adults. That's not youth. Right. And so that adds a whole different component to it. And so, you know, when you think about just the adult piece with national stats, um, that's one death every 11 minutes. Oh, that's what that is. And, right. and that's really hard to think about. Um, so as we've been talking here today, you yeah. know, um, uh, it, that... Yeah, we're about eleven minutes right. into our our <laughs> chat. Exactly, that's so scary to think about. It is. Um, so then, in Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, the Minnesota Department of Health has done a really good job getting stats um, specific to youth suicide rates, and so their latest data is from twenty nineteen. And you know, when you think about your, you know, our youth population, what what their stats are showing us is twelve point seven percent seriously consider suicide. Mm. So it's not just thoughts of, it's a serious consideration. Mm -hmm. And um, then of that, three percent actually attempt. Mm. And in 2019, 57 youth committed suicide in Minnesota. Right. And so, you know, we've got two different looks, both nationally and statewide, but then locally, I mean, I can just say anecdotally, our services are um, in high, high demand at the mm. county in terms of people um, having really high acute mental health needs and And yeah, we have seen a spike since um, since covid, particularly in involuntary need of services. Oh, okay. So that's like really the most acute types of situations um, where where we need to get involved. And so, that has been going up, and that's really hard to
0: hard to see. Mental illness is such um, a hard thing because it's not always visible, and right. and so we might think somebody's fine. Right. I mean, we've uh, when we think about uh, ourselves and our own lives, and how uh, even in my life, uh, how it's been touched by suicide of somebody that I know or love, um, you wouldn't always have recognized that. No,
1: and and there's this. There's this thing and I, I, you know, I don't know if this applies to everyone, but you know how we as humans just kind of compartmentalize things. And so we experience you know the, the loss of a loved one, whether it's by suicide or some other way, and um, we can compartmentalize it and move on. Mm-hmm. And so um, reflecting for coming and visiting with you today, I was thinking about all of the individuals that I can think of you know dating back to my childhood about have, how, how suicide has been present. In yes. in and around, um, you know, kind of my being at every age. Yes, right. at every age, and it's like, oh well, that yeah, that 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 person did die by suicide, and and we process it at the time, and then we move on, and then we think, oh, this really doesn't impact me, and then you think about it, and you're like, oh my gosh, that's my you know uh, colleague yeah. or friend's father. Friend. Or, exactly, or, yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. So it's it's very. When yeah. we really slow down and think about
0: it, you were just sitting there talking about that, and I remembered when I, I think I was probably 12 years old, my friend's father. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, so we should probably talk about um, the name of the expo. Never give up. If mm-hmm. you look at it, if if we look at, will post the link to it uh, to information. Um, there's a semicolon in the name, mm-hmm. and and it's it's still read as never give up. Tell me about what the semicolon means. Sure. So
1: the never give up, we substituted the semicolon for the I in give. And that's quite intentional in that um, there is kind of this use of the semicolon as a metaphor to continue on. And so as an author writes and writes a sentence, they can choose to end a sentence at any point. And sometimes they'll insert a semicolon to continue that sentence on. Mm -hmm. And so... um, there is this kind of trend of using the semicolon to symbolize suicide prevention and uh, to to inspire and give hope in that um, we should continue on. Mm -hmm. So um, we are our own authors, and we don't have to end our sentence here. We can continue on.
0: So that's what that means. Mm -hmm. Um, So after we come and we visit uh, the booths and get some information, Mm -hmm. and once again, it's absolutely free, and it's coming up on Tuesday, December 13th at Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center. We'll go over that again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then you'll have a seat and you'll be listening to the keynote speaker, which we've mentioned a couple of times. Tell me a little bit more.
1: So Kevin Hines is a global speaker. He's an author. He is a filmmaker and he is a source of hope and inspiration for many, many people. And I um, have not been privileged to hear Kevin speak personally yet, so I'm very excited. But as I said, one of our um, advisory committee members suggested him, and in running some of these ideas by our planning committee, um, some of them knew of him and Mm -hmm. have, have heard him speak before. And Kevin um, attempted to take his life back in 2020, I believe, by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. Wow. And um, my understanding is less than 1% of individuals survive mm. that jump. And it is um, unfortunately a very common place that um, individuals choose to make that decision or act upon those thoughts and, and jump. and. Kevin is still with us, thankfully, and his story is all about um, that day and all of the ripple effects from it. So he has kind of this story about, um, you know, on his way down and hitting the water, what happens to him and Mm -hmm. how he, not by his own power, um, stayed afloat. Mm -hmm. And it's this really unique story, and I'm very excited to hear the rest of it. he um, has a has a website kevinhinesstory.com, and you can you know see bits and pieces about about that there. Right. So,
0: but we want you to come and see him live. Absolutely, and because
1: there's there's so much more to it um, about what happens after and and how that um, impacts people.
0: Have you thought as a planning committee uh, what comes next after this event?
1: So we initially had um, three goals um, with this. It's the opportunity to um, have the public engage and hear from a nationally recognized speaker on a mental health topic at no charge. Um, we also wanted to have no charge for some professional development of, of a similar sort. And then we wanted a, a opportunity for the public to interact with local resources. And we thought that those goals could really be broad enough that they could transition into future years if we are um, privileged enough to have additional grant funds into the future mm-hmm. to do this uh, and the reason why we picked mental wellness and then this year's topic is about suicide that's our, our speaker is about suicide is that mental wellness is something that is important to all of us just right. like our physical wellness um, and We know that there are many topics that we could dive into into the future, you know, whether it's depression, anxiety, psychosis. You know, there's so many different areas of mental health and wellness that we could dive into into the future um, that we hope that that we're given that opportunity to do that.
0: I hope that this comes from uh, inaugural to a yearly event, like you said, mm-hmm. and uh, keep that funding going. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can we talk a little bit about where to get more information about the event that's coming up on Tuesday the 13th? What do we need to do? Where do we need to, if, if we have any questions?
1: Sure. So there's some information that can be found on the Blue Earth County website. So blueearthcountymn.gov. And if you scroll down, there's a, there's a posting about it there, the Blue Earth County Facebook um, site has an event as well as uh, a posting on it as well um, and there are um, you know other other we've had some of major employers circulating information about oh, good, the event good. and uh, trying to get the word out otherwise
0: well the info is definitely going to be out there we'll share all of those links underneath this interview in the show notes uh, coming up on Tuesday December 13th 6 p.m. for the public free at the Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center, Never Give Up, the Expo for Mental Wellness, Inaugural One. Human Services Director of Business Operations for Blue Earth County, Angie Youngerberg, thank you so much. And please take my thanks back to the committees that helped come up with this. I love that you work with the community um, in order to bring these topics. And I wish you success in this. I think it's going to be a big one. Thank
1: you. I absolutely will share that with you.